Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is February 3rd. It is my joy, my privilege, what an honor it is to be reading the Word of God with all of you uh, together. But I get to do that here and there are days I have to just really sit with the fact that I'm not sure why I get to be here with each of you, uh, but what a true honor it is uh, to be reading something as revered and holy as the Bible. And we do that in chronological order, and we're going to do it every day this year until we get through the entire Bible together. We're continuing in the book of Exodus today, reading chapters 13, 14, and 15, and today is the last day in the New English Translation, Exodus chapter 13. The Lord spoke to Moses, set apart to me every firstborn male, the first offspring of every womb among the Israelites, whether human or animal, it is mine. Moses said to the people, remember this day on which you came out from Egypt, from the place where you were enslaved, for the Lord brought you out of there with a mighty hand and no bread made with yeast may be eaten. On this day, in the month of Abib, you are going out. When the Lord brings you to the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, which he swore to your fathers to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, then you will keep this ceremony in the month. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast, and on the seventh day there is to be a festival to the Lord. Bread made without yeast must be eaten for seven days. No bread made with yeast shall be seen among you, and you must have no yeast among you with any of your borders. You are to tell your son on that day, it is because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. It will be a sign for you on your hand and a memorial on your forehead, so that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth. For with a mighty hand, the Lord brought you out of Egypt so you must keep this ordinance at its appointed time from year to year. When the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, as he swore to you and to your fathers and gives it to you, then you must give over to the Lord the first offspring of every womb. Every firstling of a beast that you have, the males will be the Lord's. Every firstling of a donkey you must redeem with a lamb, and if you do not redeem it, then you must break its neck. Every firstborn of your sons you must redeem. In the future, when your son asks you, What is this? You are to tell him, With a mighty hand the Lord brought us out from Egypt, from the land of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to release us, the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of people to the firstborn of animals. That is why I am sacrificing to the Lord the first male offspring of every womb, but all my firstborn sons I redeem. It will be for a sign on your hand and for frontlets on your forehead, for with a mighty hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt. When Pharaoh released the people, God did not lead them by the way to the land of the Philistines, although that was nearby. For God said, lest the people change their minds and return to Egypt when they experience war. So God brought the people around by the way of the wilderness to the Red Sea, and the Israelites went up from the land of Egypt, prepared for battle. 
Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the Israelites solemnly swear, God will surely attend to you, and you will carry my bones up from this place with you. They journeyed from Sukkoth and camped in Etham on the edge of the desert. Now the Lord was going before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them in the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so that they could travel day or night. He did not remove the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. The Lord spoke to Moses, tell the Israelites that they must turn and camp before Pi Hahoreth between Magdal and the sea. You are to camp by the sea before Baal Zephon, opposite it. Pharaoh will think regarding the Israelites. They are wandering around confused in the land. The desert has closed in on them. I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will chase after them. I will gain honor because of Pharaoh and because of all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So this is what they did. When it was reported to the king of Egypt that the people had fled, the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people, and the king and his servants said, What in the world have we done? For we have released the people of Israel from serving us. Then he prepared his chariots and took his army with him. He took 600 select chariots and all the rest of the chariots of Egypt and officers on all of them. But the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he chased after the Israelites. Now the Israelites were going out defiantly. The Egyptians chased after them and all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army overtook them camping by the sea, beside Pihorath, before Baal, Zephon. When Pharaoh got closer, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them, and they were terrified. The Israelites cried out to the Lord, and they said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the desert? What in the world have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Isn't this what we told you in Egypt? Leave us alone so that we can serve the Egyptians because it is better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses said to the people, Do not fear. Stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord that he will provide for you today. For the Egyptians that you see today, you will never ever see again. The Lord will fight for you and you can be still. The Lord said to Moses, why do you cry out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. And as for you, lift up your staff and extend your hand toward the sea and divide it so that the Israelites may go through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And as for me, I am going to harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will come after them, that I may be honored because of Pharaoh and his army and his chariots and his horsemen. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I have gained my honor because of Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. The angel of God, who was going before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them. It came between the Egyptian camp and the Israelite camp. It was a dark cloud, and it lit up the night so that one camp did not come near the other the whole night. Moses stretched out his hand toward the sea, and the Lord drove the sea apart by a strong east wind all that night, and he made the sea into dry land, and the water was divided. 
So the Israelites went through the middle of the sea on dry ground, the water forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. The Egyptians chased them and followed them into the middle of the sea, all the horses of Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. In the morning watch, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he threw the Egyptian army into a panic. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so that they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, Let's flee from Israel, for the Lord fights for them against Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, Extend your hand toward the sea, so that the waters may flow back on the Egyptians, on their chariots, and on their horsemen. So Moses extended his hand toward the sea, and the sea returned to its normal state when the sun began to rise. Now the Egyptians were fleeing before it, but the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the middle of the sea. The water returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the army of Pharaoh that was coming after the Israelites into the sea, not so much as one of them survived. But the Israelites walked on dry ground in the middle of the sea, the water forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. So the Lord saved Israel on that day from the power of the Egyptians and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the shore of the sea. When Israel saw the great power that the Lord had exercised over the Egyptians, they feared the Lord, and they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. They said, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. The chariots of Pharaoh and his army he has thrown into the sea, and his chosen officers were drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They went down to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shattered the enemy. In the abundance of your majesty, you have overthrown those who rise up against you. You sent forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the waters were piled up. The flowing water stood upright like a heap, and the deep waters were solidified in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will chase I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire will be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword, my hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, fearful in praises, working wonders? You stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. By your loyal love, you will lead the people whom you have redeemed. You will guide them by your strength to your holy dwelling place. The nations will hear and tremble. Anguish will seize the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom will be terrified. Trembling will seize the leaders of Moab, and the inhabitants of Canaan will shake. Fear and dread will fall on them. By the greatness of your arm, they will be as still as stone until your people pass by, O Lord, until the people whom you have bought pass by, you will bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, 
in the place you made for your residence, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. For the horses of Pharaoh came with his chariots and his footmen into the sea, and the Lord brought back the waters of the sea on them. But the Israelites walked on dry land in the middle of the sea. Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a hand drum in her hand, and all the women went out after her with hand drums and with dances. Miriam sang in response to them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. Then Moses led Israel to journey away from the Red Sea. They went out to the wilderness of Shur, walked for three days into the wilderness, and found no water. Then they came to Marah, but they were not able to drink the waters of Marah because they were bitter. That is why its name was Marah. So the people murmured against Moses, saying, What can we drink? He cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When Moses threw it into the water, the water became safe to drink. There the Lord made for them a binding ordinance, and there he tested them. He said, If you will diligently obey the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight and pay attention to his commandments and keep all his statutes, then all the diseases that I brought on the Egyptians I will not bring on you, for I, the Lord, am your healer. Then they came to Elam, where there were twelve wells of water and seventy palm trees, and they camped there by the water. Jesus, we thank you again for your word, and we thank you for this time together. So much has happened in one month here in your word, and so much has happened in so many lives of so many people that are listening that are here and dedicated to be in a deeper, more intimate relationship with you through your word. Father, I pray that we would know your presence more than anything, more than the details of our circumstances, would we know and understand that you are with us. You will not leave us. You will not forsake us. And thank you for that promise. And I thank you that we can trust you and we can be still and know that you are God. I pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I look forward to turning the page with you together tomorrow. Until then, I'm Jill. Love one another. Hello, C family. This is Sonia in Austin, Texas. I haven't called in in quite a while. I heard the grandmother who called in on the 29th that played at the end asking for prayer requests for her granddaughter who would be going into surgery tomorrow. So dear Jesus, I just want to lift her up. I want to, I want to pray that you be with the surgeon's hands, guide them. Um, and it sounded like she had a lot going on that was going on in her, in her leg. Um, with muscle tears in her knee. And God, we just put this young lady in your hands and you guide the, the doctors, the nurses, everyone that's gonna be with her. Be with her during the recovery period, any physical therapy she has to go through. And we just ask that uh, you mend her back together uh, and restore her back to her health. 
And I'm going to ask for prayer for my husband. It's going on, well, this happened on the 5th of January, so I guess it's getting close to a month. At work, he fell, his right leg fell in a hole um, all the way up to his hip, and his left leg went very unnaturally, bent in a position it should not have naturally been in at all, and he heard two loud pops. Uh, He has two small fractures and um, some torn ligaments, but nothing has moved or shifted, so he's wearing an air cast. And so um, just praying for recovery, and I thank you for lifting up my husband, Michael. Love y'all. Bye. Hey, family. This is Adrian, his mighty tortoise in Maryland. Um, I have a quick favor to ask. Um, since um, Tim and I, you've, I've told you about Tim, since Tim's gotten here in April, it seems as though um, Satan has been on the attack. Um, he, he started with me last year, and, you know, I was ill um, for several months, and, I, and then I recovered, and then and um, and I didn't realize that Satan was attacking me, um, but then his test now started on Tim past couple months, and um, I've started to realize what it was, and um, just, well, just in the past few weeks, uh, we've started to banish, in our morning prayer, started to banish Satan from our, um, from our thoughts and minds and hearts and souls and bodies, and from our apartment and our car and from Maxie, and from our kids, and um, but then, and and it was working. But then we got distracted because my grandbaby was born Thursday, and he found Satan found a way back in. He's like, oh, she stopped. They stopped banishing me, so I'm gonna creep my way back in. Um, and so we started up again, and but Satan's like, oh, well, you know, I'm just gonna keep going and keep coming in. So this morning, I just we just gave it to God. We just said, okay, Exodus fourteen fourteen, we're gonna hold still, Lord. We need you to fight this battle for us. We can't. We're not seeming to be able to do it on our own. Please fight this for us. But family, could you please just pray for us? Um, Tim is my husband now. Um, we got married a few weeks ago. And his faith is just getting stronger and stronger, and we're getting stronger and stronger together. Um, we just need help with prayers. So please pray for us. This is your friend Adrian in Maryland. Thank you so very much. I love you. Hello. This is a prayer for Dina, the truck driver, who called in a few days ago and appeared to be pretty discouraged. Lord God, we pray in your name, in the name of Jesus that you would give Dina courage and strength and let her feel your arms of love around her. Thank you, Lord, for doing this. Thank you for meeting us at the point of our need. I've been praying since I heard your call for you, Dina, and um, I keep seeing a picture of uh, some kind of accident that may have happened to you when you were seven with a bicycle. And I'm praying that God will meet you at the point of your need, whatever uh, residual uh, um, problem that may have caused. And maybe it's not for you, maybe it's for someone else. But I just lift this up 
to you, God. You know who this is for. And we ask, oh God, that you would heal. In Jesus' name, amen.